This is Cinema Architects, where three future architects design an awesome movie plot. Welcome to Cinema Architects, everybody. I'm Robbie. I'm Austin. I'm Nate. And we're coming... What? Today. I am. It's like, I'm just Nate. That's it's, just, it's just Nate. Of enthusiasm. Somebody had to. <laughs> yes, it's a sci-fi episode today. Hey. We're going at it full bore with all sorts of fun, cool little gadgets and gizmos. And we're going to make three really good ones that everyone's going to love. And we're going to do three that's mostly CGI and acting that people won't like. And then we'll do three more, but you know the internet will be really divided on them and really hate the second one for killing off one of the main characters and adding CGI little little creatures. Star Wars. Gee, I got that. I got it, Nate. I was just letting you. Go. Robert was very confused. <laughs> I thought you was talking about Gremlins. Gremlins. I wish they were six Gremlin movies, dude. I wish. I've heard the second one is actually it's not, not bad. bad. Second it's one's not supposed bad. to be really good. I want to see both of them. I need I've to see the second them. one. They're great. I thought the first one. Honestly, though, I was surprised at how scary. Not that it was scary, but I oh, was yeah. just surprised at how scary it was because it's PG. The first one's a lot more brutal. The second one, I mean, they still have moments, but like the first one, like there's, there's a grandma. blood. Yeah, there's a grandma dying. There's a there, grandma who dies. There's all sorts of mayhem, and like the thing has a gun at the end or whatever. Like it is friggin' nuts. Yeah, wow. yeah. but like really loved it. Loved it a lot. Still love it. They're yeah. just really weird movies. I didn't yeah. realize that. I watched it with some people in college, and they're like, Nate, what do you watch in your free time? Seriously? They've <laughs> yeah. never heard of Gremlins no! before? Who the fuck are they? Like, I don't know. know that. I don't know. A bunch of country bumpkins, I Apparently. guess. Apparently. Don't know nothing. Nate, stop <laughs> hanging out with bumpkins. You know it's bad I, for you. Uh, it is bad I, for I you. know. You'll get bumpkinitis. Bumpkinitis. <laughs> I've got bumpkins on my toes, guys. Help me. Oh, jeepers. But uh, yes. All right, yeah. So Sci-fi. Uh, Austin, yes. I believe you've spearheaded today's uh, I did. Trek. For those of you paying attention, this is probably the first time in like three months that I've had an idea. So, <laughs> <laughs> But who's counting? Yeah. <laughs> Our fans, meticulously. <laughs> meticulously. Right. I imagine you all keep journals at home. Right. Tracking who came up with what, <laughs> uh, who has the best jokes. <laughs> right. And I encourage you to keep journaling. <laughs> I, I encourage that too. Dear Diary. Today, I listened to a podcast. <laughs> Austin was consistently the funniest. Oh, oh yeah? Uh, is this your diary? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I bought Austin some Honey Nut Cheerios today. I thought he'd like them. He did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that why there are Honey Nut Cheerios out? No, those are peanut butter Cheerios, they're, and they're mine. They're oh. chocolate peanut butter. I have those at home, too. They're, they're good. good. Welcome yeah. back to Cinnamon Architects. <laughs> Yes, I like that callback every day. Um, Okay, so my idea, peeps. So this is going to be a lot of exposition, background stuff. Um, But basically, there is an alien race that came to Earth um, of some means. I don't know. Maybe their planet was dying. I don't know. They come to Earth. They integrate with the society. I think everybody... It, most people are okay with it, you know. They get yeah. there's obviously some tension right away, but then they realize that the aliens are like 
fine. The baby boomer generation's just like, well, you better not take any of my social security, <laughs> right. damn aliens. <laughs> right. Off my lawn. I don't want to pay for their lazy not asses my backyard. if they don't want to get jobs. I don't believe in their culture. You mean to tell me they're going to build their alien stuff right in my neighborhood? Like, like I'm, I don't I'm, think so. First off, I'm not a racist. But. <laughs> That's right. First off, we start this off by saying unequivocally, not racist. But. I fought in the Korean War. I'm not a racist. Oh, God. Uh, that person's very old. Yes. I love generation bashing. It's so I, fun. I do too. It's so fun. It's easy. <laughs> Very easy. They just make it so easy. <laughs> but anyway, so there is some tension with specifically the baby boomer generation. <laughs> yeah. uh, then, you know, it dissipates after a while. They integrate into our society. The government is actually okay with it, you know. They don't they're not being dicks about it. And everybody, you know, just gets along eventually. That's been the episode, everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs> That's right. No everybody conflict. No conflict at all. But Dun, oh. dun, dun. There is a still a group of people that are not thrilled with this integrated society. The baby boomers. No, <laughs> not specifically. The greatest generation. <laughs> okay, fine. The South. The, the, the South. <laughs> Kidding. Kidding. No, you're not. I am not. You shouldn't be. That's <laughs> kind of deflecting, but that's beside the point. <laughs> yeah, okay, true. <laughs> Anyways. So there's a group of people that are not happy with this integration. And unlike today's society, the government doesn't go along with them. (laughs) And they are like, "Uh, no, you are wrong. This is fine. The aliens are fine. Like, we're all just one big happy family now. Okay. And they're like, no, no, we're not. They, their culture is weird. Their blue skin is weird. They smell like, this funny. Is all, they smell funny. Their this cats is... have no hair but e- spikes everywhere. Exactly. The human race is the superior race. That's, That's just... right. I yeah. had one of them spike cats in my backyard the other day. Scared off my little <laughs> poodle. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> the spikes all over spike the place. cats are catching all the, the squirrels. Uh, I don't like the squirrels, but damn it, I, I got to watch something out my window in my retirement. <laughs> Damn, spiked cats. <laughs> spiked cats. Spiked the milk outside with poison and arsenic. What, what the hell die, am I supposed though. to shoot with my BB gun if, if, if like, they scare away all the squirrels? You know, maybe I'll just start shooting the spiked cats. <laughs> They're turning all the squirrels gay. They're turning all the squirrels all gay. Them gay. Uh, but yeah, so they have the idea then if the society that they live in are not going to agree with them, they're going to leave. So they get the idea and that they're going to leave Earth, and Aww. they decide to set up a moon colony. So they go to the moon, they set up a moon colony, shit goes down, almost everyone dies, <gasps> and there are two survivors left who <gasps> I think in one is in his late teens and probably one... The the other, I was thinking that it would be an older sister in her early 20s and a younger brother in his late teens. I see. That's what I was thinking. I see. Um, they're the last survivors. They get a distress signal down to Earth. A envoy of both aliens and people who are sympathetic to these people. Because I think most people on Earth are like, let them die. You know? Like, oh, wow. If they're going to oh. be... So this is not the Mark Watney universe of The Martian. <laughs> What's that? 
It's no. it's not Mark Watney. It's it's not uh, who played who was who's Jason Bourne? What's his name? Matt. It's not Matt, Matt Damon. Damon up there. Then we're not spending any money saving Matt. Damon. <laughs> All right. Look, if it's not Matt Damon, I'm not putting forth the cash. I mean, that's just my principle. That's how it is. Right. But yeah, basically everybody's like, they were racist. Like, they they were bad people. Like, let them die. You know, if Mm. that that was their decision, you know. But there was a group of people that's like, you can't just let things die, you know. And so a coalition of aliens and people go up there Mm. to go rescue them. Mm. That is a long explanation of the exposition that honestly isn't even in the movie because the movie starts out with them. I think we get in exposition as the movie. You know, like as the movie draws along, you get why they're up there. Uh, You get why this envoy is coming. But I think it just opens up with these two survivors in the moon base, like doing their thing. And then the playable character can pick up text logs and audio files to fill in the the relevant backstory. Exactly. Real system shock way of doing things. Exactly. Or Bioshock. System shock came first. I mean it's a lot it's it's a lot of video games. This is how long that's true. That's that's actually very true. Yeah. Speaking of which, video game developers, I don't imagine anyone of them are listening. But if you are can I please get like the audio log? Can I have that playing while I'm playing the game so I don't have to just stay in the menu and like listen to a, a very well acted voice log? But I'd like to still, mul- I can multitask. Mm, somebody <laughs> doesn't like Tomb Raider. Uh, no, that annoys the heck out of me. Let me stop the gameplay and the action so I can listen to this tape recorder of some guy going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs or whatever. I mean, it's every game. They really want, but they want you to focus on that. Bioshock is good. Bioshock did it right. You can yeah. listen and play at the same time. Okay, all right. I'm just saying. That's that's all I'm saying. That I'm not... was today in video game history. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, I'm not a gamer. So and yet he mostly... owns a Switch. I do own a Switch. This is I don't call it I don't consider or it a, a Wii game. U. I'm not a gamer because I the only things that I get are do you mostly play video like games? multiplayer you games. You are a gamer. Fine, Mine. fine. Okay, sure. <laughs> I'm a gamer, everyone. It's a state not of sight or of sound, but of mind. That's right. <laughs> okay. I'll take it. Sweet. So you entered the gamer door. Gamer door. I like that. That was nice. Okay. Good job, Rob. So with that premise, yes. who would like to begin with their uh, interpretation? I, I will. Yeah, I want to hear your guys's before I go on. I'm a guy with a one-track mind, so you know where I'm going to Oh, I'm, I'm ready. I'm like, gosh, I hope he goes find. for it. Aliens. So, like you said, we, we open on them in the spaceship, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. It is our protagonist and three other members of the crew. Oh, you're saying 100%. four people. Okay. Yes. Because there needs to be a body count. Hello, my one, baby. Hello, my <laughs> There's one other human and two other two aliens. Um, they're trying to get like an equal coalition going up there. Oh. Um, the protagonist. Is oh, mostly... so you're opening up on the spaceship going to save these people? Yes, got you. That okay. is my vision. Okay. Of it. okay, okay, okay. Um, the uh, the protagonist is most most interested in just like doing the job and getting in there and and saving them. Mm-hmm. Um, the other human is mostly just kind of curious, like what on earth has been going on up there? Like we haven't really. Gotten any information about you the mean, moon base? You mean what on the moon has been going on up there? Not a, what on Earth. You know what? <laughs> it's semantic. That's actually an important clarification. I wanted to point that <laughs> out. Thank you for saying so. Um, 
In fact, they're in space when I said that. So honestly, there's no what, there's no what basis. What space tarnations going on up there? <laughs> Much more important than regular tarnation. Um, yeah, and the aliens are just really kind of want to mend the relate. Like they're the most altruistic, probably. Like they uh. want to just mend the relationship between their race and whatever these racists are doing up there so hard. Got you. Can um, we can we refer to them now as as spacists from now on? No, they're ra- like, I mean, space. They're still a racist. Yeah, they're like, spacists. They're, they're, the alien is a race. No, but the people on the moon were racist, right? And they're in space. Oh, they're space racists. Yeah, so yeah spaces. they're spaces. Spaces. Okay. Good. Thank you. <laughs> Excellent. I just, just wanted to put that in canon. Okay. No. No. Okay. It's canon. <laughs> so I wasn't sure how old the kids were. Um, having like you know a teen and like a twenty-some helps clarify things as opposed to one, two, Freddy's coming for you. Ah. Uh, you know. You didn't want some babies running around. Yeah. Sorry, what were what were the what were the ages? I missed that. But didn't you say like one was in the like their twenties yeah. and one was a teen? Yeah. Yeah. So let's oh, go with that. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. Um, what else? Uh so they get there. Um they get to the moon base, and I imagine it's kind of like the way you would see it in a lot of like simulation video games or whatever. You have these different nodes of within the moon base that are connected via oh. like bridges and not breezeways because there's no moon breeze that you want to expose yourself to, but like right. you know, just tunnels. corridors and tunnels and passageways. Do we, and, sure. Is this? Is this? Is this a? We'll get to is it. That, no, 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 no. That you got yet? Is that? Is that it? Okay. <laughs> no. I think we fended it off. <laughs> Who knows when it will come back around again? <laughs> Keep going, Robert. Um. <laughs> sure. Okay. So uh, what they find is uh, they get to like the main. You know, entry port, the main space, you know, where you can dock your ship and everything's like quiet but fine. And then they make their way to the next thing and they find out, like, they like look out the window uh, and they find that a bunch of the nodes are just like sealed off or just completely busted open. And like there's moon dust going into some of them and everything. And it's just like a mess. And it's like, ooh, what, ooh, is, ooh, what yeah. happened here? I like ooh. this. Um, and uh, they, they make their way further in. Um, they, they go to the places where they can with the way they are right now. They find lots of what well, you would expect. They're going to find some spacists. So there's lots of anti-alien sentiment there. You know, there's like pictures of aliens with like like on dartboards that like, <laughs> you know, oh my darts in their faces. Uh-huh. And uh, there's like anti-alien like programming like really badly done like programming or whatever that's just like incredibly pro-human and just stupid right right um and eventually they uh they find that uh further in that yeah it's not just that like scientifically things have gone nuts like there's some like blood smears and everything and uh Looks like people have gone a little nuts. Like they see the like whiteboards. Or there's some like crazier stuff on there, and they find out. Oh wait, it looks like they've gone a little bit moon mad. They've got the space madness. Space madness. They're That's doing the moonwalk. Does everybody know about moon madness? The yeah. aliens do. Okay. That's correct. The aliens are familiar with space madness. Oh, okay, space madness. Because they don't know what the moon is. It appears right. the Homo sapiens moon, what's are a moon? What's inflicted a, with moon madness. What yes. is a moon? Oh, it's a rock. I mean, I guess a moon is just a satellite that goes around another planet. So they probably have a moon on their planet. They Who probably knows? got like three, you yeah. know? Who knows? Cool. With two suns setting in the distance. Yeah. 
And so to the mid the mid climax of it, right? Even music swells. The moisture farm is just sitting there in the sunset. Okay. This is why we have an equalizer. So yeah, Space Madness, they find like the big bloody room, like they're everybody is just basically piled up in this room. Like they haven't just thrown the bodies out into the moon. Interesting. And everything is red with blood. This is the the reddest room in the whole base. Oh, the red room. room. Yeah, red red rum. Red rum. Red rum. Um, Yeah, and the aliens say they have the the solution. And this is when the kids finally pop in. And they go nuts when they see them. Like, not like loud nuts, but just like, you can tell that like immediately their brains are like kill. And so they managed to get one of the aliens and grievously wound uh, the other human being. And that is where I'll, I'll leave it for now. Uh-huh. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Moon madness. Space uh, horror. Space horror. <laughs> well, uh, I guess mine could fit in the realm of both of them. Um, I haven't even showed, like, you don't know what my idea is yet. I know you. Yet. I know where you're going. You don't know what I'm doing. I know where you've been. Who's <laughs> predictable? You predictable, son. No. Uh, so I had it where, yeah, the beginning, like, shows everybody getting. I wasn't saying es- they were escaping. I pictured the group of people up there probably getting arrested and brought back to the earth because this is, like, you know. An insurgent colony on the moon, kind of like the union splitting in a sense of like, hey, we don't like you, so we're gonna secede to the earth. That's and the moon confederacy. I mean, kinda. Okay, but right. they're probably gonna get moon arrested moon for moon some kind of hate crime or cult organization charges of some sort. Okay, but two people get left behind. Waco, Tex Moon. Two babies. They're not in their twenties. They're babies. Couldn't they be babies in their twenties? Actual babies, and those. uh, Wait, so everyone else got arrested, and two babies babies. got left behind. Babies, babies, babies. Important clarification. Those are babies, kids. (laughs) Okay, all right. They got left behind, and by left behind, I picture like in this opening scene where it's just like you got. You have a finger that, or the hand that only has four fingers, and then what? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Like <laughs> rapes across like Left the door. Behind. That was a video game reference, everyone. What? Or oh no, Left that's for dead. dead. Oh yeah, good video game reference, Austin. If you can't see it, it's a <laughs> listeners, <laughs> but I'm flipping them off. It's a zombie hand with with four fingers. Shut up. Anyways, okay. go. <laughs> so how it happens is they get arrested because they're just like we are indicting you for crimes against the High Council and crimes against humanity and alien kind alike by spewing your hate and vitriolic nature. Uh, no moon base can hide your crimes from the rest of the Earth. You are coming with us. Mm. Gunfight ex- ensues, I'm sure. There's probably some kind of action in the opening. Explosions, people are escaping, blah, blah, blah. We're indicting you for cards against humanity. Who, who knows? Something, something. Grandma, I mean, something, something. Sex. Something, Bees? something. <laughs> BDSM, something, something. Coming with us. Um, so... I'm guessing they're getting arrested, and uh, the leader is probably this couple, the mom and dad of these two bebes, and they probably like kind of give each other that knowing look of like, we know the bebes are on here, but we're not going to let the aliens know. We don't want them, 
Because they're so spacist that they would rather the bebes be free. Die, die pure. Because they are cuckoo for free Cocoa Puffs. I suppose. No, no. Okay, that makes Because they are spacist and cultists. Oh, yep, 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 yep. Okay. So they think in their minds they're doing the right thing. It's ra- rather the babies die. We'd rather the, the babies be untamed. Well, that, here's where you're wrong. The babies can be cared for because the space station on the moon is automated enough where they have limited sentinels that can roam around and help okay. let the babies or, grow up. So right. you can get food. Maybe a little bit of uh, minor education, uh, you know, just basic basic human necessities. Mm-hmm. These robots are kind of like servants that are up there, but they mm-hmm. are capable of taking care of the babies. So the years go by, the babies grow up, and they are a brother and sister alike. And they eventually probably reach that age that, you you know, 20 years later or whatever. Flash forward. Um, and they think, because they don't know anything. They're just like, we've always been here. It's just been the two of us. They think they are gods because the moon station faces the earth. And so they assume that that is their creation based upon the spacists leftover Bible. Well, not Bible, but like all their creepy writings and and things, whichever, whichever (laughs) they've been led to believe based upon the paraphernalia that's been left behind by the spacists, because maybe the spacists are like, our children are the next coming of the future generation that will start the fire that will burn down the the retribution created by the unknown entities that are the aliens that have invaded this world. You know, like, there's probably all sorts of gobbledygook and, right. you know, fortune cookie-esque dialogue everywhere right. that makes them believe that they are gods. Interesting. Okay. And so they grow up believing they're gods. And maybe the space station can't send out messages anymore after the ensuing battle or they don't know you know, much about it, but they've grown up in this environment, so they know enough of what the buttons and knobs and switches do, especially since the servos have been there to kind of help them grow up and get food. The colony was supplied and stocked to support lots of people for a very long time, so for just two people, yeah, they can kind of stay up there indefinitely, you know. That's just how it's been designed. Right. And so I thought it'd be interesting because, again, they think they're gods because, like, they can receive messages. So maybe they see, like, blogs from people, you know, like, Oh, like I wish I was prettier, blah blah blah, or this or that. So like they they feel like they're they're receiving prayers, in a sense, or you know watching creation from from their their higher than thou plane. Mm. Interesting. Okay, they can be gods, angry gods. <laughs> but eventually, one of them wants to rejoin their creation. Their creation, yeah. And so they try to go about doing so until eventually the sister figures out, like no. We can't leave. We are gods up here. If we go down there, we're just, Them. we're people. Yeah. We're uh, nothing. Interesting. The point of realization. Yes. And so it's like, would you rather live the fantasy that you've built for yourself, or would you rather go back to the earth? And I think the boy thinks that even when he gets these, like, no, that's not true. Like, we're gods here. We'll be welcomed as gods down there. Don't you want to join, you know, creation in the as the second coming? It's been prophesied that we would return or whatever, you know, because... Space gobbledygook that's been written out by the spacists everywhere. Unbeknownst to them that, yeah, they are kind of the love children of these two of the, yeah. awful people and whatnot. Right. That's interesting. So you went... See, I'm going full-on racism allegory with yeah. my thing, but you went in a different route and was like, do we just have this blindness to what yeah. is actually happening and this greatness or go figure out what's actually happening. It's it's okay. the it's the idea of like maybe 
if you believe that God is up there and, you know, it's like, well, why doesn't he always hear my prayers? Well, it's like maybe, you know, to them, they're like, I, I don't have the omnipotent, omnipotent power to answer everything and to, to save all these wrongs. Because they probably get news broadcasts and all these terrible tragedies and things, and they believe that they can do something about it, but they can't, you know, and they feel oddly responsible yet isolated from what they perceive to be their creation in yeah. a sense. Okay. Well, it gets very philosophical. Yeah, no, this is this is going to be an interesting episode <laughs> because I don't know how all of our ideas can mesh together. What happens when they get to the moon on your story, Austin? Okay. So mine, again, like I said, is going full racism allegory. Full racist. <laughs> Uh, I like the idea that they were babies and they were raised on this ship because then it goes to nature versus nurture. And I don't think that the kids themselves are racist. No. I think that they grew up the they didn't really get the text they didn't really I, get... I i like that uh, in spite of all the vitriolic nonsense around them right. they don't interpret it in the effect the, that it the was the same written. way yeah i think that they they find it interesting but they don't take it to heart sure i don't I, I don't think that they get arrested because I think down on Earth they were like, goodbye. Like, sure, sure. you can go to the moon. I don't care. Like, right. go whatever. I Now that I'm thinking... Okay, maybe... Actually, I'm taking ideas from both of you right now. Because mine was no, a little bit... Yeah. That's, that's my idea. <laughs> you can't take it. I'm sorry, guys. Hey, fuck you. This podcast is over. <laughs> I'm taking a little... I'm taking little strings from both of you because... I don't think that they get arrested, but I think that they're babies. I think so a tragedy. The get up there? I think a tragedy happens still, and I think it's a third alien race that's on the moon. It's a third Whoa. race that happened to these people. That basically, what wherever that was on this moon base got shut out, and they like all of the dead people are in there and the rest of the moon base hasn't really been touched, which I'll get to why later. So the rest of the moon base hasn't gotten touched. So these people go up there, they're rescuing these kids, find the kids. The kids are like, again, cause they're not racist. They see these aliens and people and they're like, Oh, okay. You know what? This is fine or whatever. Like you, I think they're a little skeptical of the aliens cause they still got those teachings or whatever. And they'd never seen them in person. And then they see them in person. They're like, Oh, that's, that's weird. You know, like, <laughs> like sadly, <laughs> cause sadly it's like, it's like most people now it's like, they're spaces. We're not racist, but we are conditioned so much to notice differences in people that we still are like I acknowledge that you're different mm. you know yeah it's not it's not that I'm racist but I acknowledge that you're different and mm. hopefully we can get to a point where we don't have to do that anymore but right now I'm hearing you Austin yeah. I'm not racist but, <laughs> but, yeah. but okay right? I'm just saying that we acknowledge differences and so they acknowledge their differences so they they're hatching a plan I think the spaceship needs to like I don't know charge or something like it takes a while for uh, them to get back 
It's, to... one, of, it's one of those old SpaceX models from Tesla. It has right. To charge up. <laughs> right, it's got to charge up. Because yeah, I think no battery powered spaceship right. finally, so it can go green. Because I think uh, <laughs> right. Because I think it's like a, it's an older spaceship because nobody else cared. You know, like sure. it's only these people that cared to go get these kids. Sure. You know, and so it's an older spaceship. Like it's got problems. They got to fix it or whatever. So they're just like hanging out. They're talking or whatever. They find yes one of the original races still in cryogenic. Oh my oh god! My gosh. It's <laughs> Walt Disney, right? Right, exactly. He somehow wakes up, oh. freaks the fuck out. I like it, and kills one of the aliens. Okay, because he is just whatever, and these kids are just horrified. Everybody's horrified. Just like, what the hell happened? And like it becomes, it becomes sort of alien where it's this guy going around this moon base, and people are like, "Where the fuck is he?" Oh, like he's yeah. going after this alien. Then they find out that the real killers of these people on this moon base are other aliens on this moon. Okay, how many aliens are there? There are three different races. There oh, are my, the okay. humans. There are the aliens on Earth, and there are aliens on the moon. And that's why the one chamber was killed and killed. sealed. Because the aliens on the moon thought they're getting into our territory, we need to kill them. And then they realized that, oh shit, they're just another race like us, and stopped. And we're like, okay, whatever, like, so we're done. It's, it's like human beings, avatar aliens that are like blue people, right. and then like xenomorph aliens that are like murderers. Exactly what we think. They team up with the crazy ass racist guy because the crazy ass racist guy is also like you killed our people or whatever, and the aliens are like, oh my god, these these aliens are like out to get everybody or whatever, and so they all team up to go after these fucking aliens that were fucking up this moon base. They learn in the end that these aliens are just like everybody else, and they thought that they were a threat, and they realize that they're all racist. Because they fucking went after this alien. Wasn't the racism in our hearts all along? Everyone's a little bit racist sometime. And the retrospective of all of this is we all are the same. We all have have prejudices. We all are just out for one another. One of the characters has to look at the cameras. I guess we all have prejudices. (laughs) And stare at it for five stare seconds. At it for five seconds. Wait, I think what we're doing is racist. <laughs> I don't think. Obviously, there is more subtleties in the story than that. Okay, everybody, the audience me. themselves figure it. Please out. tell me then if this is this huge allegory of racism because we have these two these two alien races, right? That you right. described. One of them has to be like Waddle from uh, the oh my the Phantom Menace, only money, you know. Oh and then the other one can be like the Neomoidians from Phantom Menace, where it's just like one oh, the Nabu Cruiser got the past. Oh my gosh! And Jesus. and then the allegory will be complete because George oh Lucas God. thought that that was that was fine. They're aliens. George it's different. Lucas it is different. Just. Uh, if we do that hot take episode, I am saying George Lucas. Mind the tricks do not work on me, only money. Oh my gosh. Your Jedi mind tricks don't work on me. <laughs> and we've come full circle. Come full circle. I think that, like, honestly, honestly, 
you synthesized everything pretty well. Thank you. Yeah. Like, I don't oh, think we you. can improve on it that much. Yeah, you, you combined essences of, of things. Oh, I was a little confused. Why were the babies on the... Was is it? Who do the babies belong to? The babies belong to the people, but like the, the aliens that thought that these people were a threat. They killed everyone but the babies. They killed everyone but the babies because they were like, we can't do, do this. You know, okay. like this uh. is like... This is bad. We could never ever kill a child if you're killing everything else, because that would just be unconscionable. Exactly. For those of you That's who right. don't know, <laughs> we have we do D and D because we're nerds. Sometimes, sometimes we're nerds. Sometimes we're nerds. Just, just sometimes. Just I sometimes. Guess. Uh, our last D and D session, uh, some uh, wizard. A.K.A. Robbie. Uh, no, you know, it was somebody. Uh-huh. Someone. Uh-huh. Someone in this room. Des- Someone in this very room. Decided to massacre... A evil ogres. Ogre child. All of them evil. Somebody with piercing locusts that completely destroyed its body. Now, he was only massacred to the point that he was massacred because the DM felt so strongly <laughs> he needed to describe <laughs> all of the consequences of it in yeah. a horrifying, gruesome detail. The visceral carnage that you, you undertook. You killed a child, Robs. You killed a child. I did what had to be done. <laughs> That's right. But yes, they decided not to kill a child. <laughs> so, <laughs> so where did the the the, the babies they grow up? Where do they feature then in the rest of the story? They're trying they're, to figure out where cryogenic man went. They're no, no. They're 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 getting rescued. Okay, they they eventually grow old enough to be like we should go to Earth. The eventually and... they eventually grow old, old enough to be a MacGuffin. You know. Oh, okay. I think no, Don't no. We all wish maybe, to be that actually, someday. I'd like to. No, no. Actually. I, I'm retconning a little bit. I think the people that were getting massacred sent out a distress signal because they're like, this is our last hope. Like, sent out a distress signal. It just took Help a me, long... non-spacists. You're right. my only hope. Right. <laughs> exactly. And it just took 20 years for Holy them... shit. Because, well, again, everybody on Earth is like, who the fuck cares? Like, they're right. racist, and we're just going to let them die, you know? Yes. And it took this small group of people to be like, we can't let them die. And like basically try and pawn a fucking spaceship that's crappy to get up there. Sure. Like it took them a while. We could make it a really bad movie and have like the first 40 minutes be them trying to get that spaceship up (laughs) off the ground. You know? Oh, yeah. It's going to be an October sky. (laughs) They're going to have they're going to have a really nice teacher played by Laura Dern. (laughs) That's <laughs> trying Lord to get Dern. them to get the spaceship. It, yeah, it'll just take half the movie for them to get into space, and everybody will be like, "The trailer said it was going to be in space the whole time." Right. General, how many souls can those babies survive up there on the moon? They have enough provisions for thirty souls, sir. My God! <laughs> First, Matt Damon. Now these babies. Babies. This is a PR disaster. <laughs> But yes, I think I'm thinking about it in a lot of things that, I, yes, I synthesize the idea, but a lot of things happen and you'd probably have to go in and try and make them make sense. Because the cryogenic guy, how they have never seen him in 20 years, I have no idea. So it's, li- it's literally... <laughs> a, uh, hey, hey, he's in a back room. <laughs> problem solved. It's, Nobody it's literally... Problem solved. It's just like Interstellar when they find, yes... Matt Damon in that little box on that planet. And he's like, thank God. I thought I was going to die on this planet by myself. By the way, I'm the bad guy now. Yep. <laughs> oh, 
Good twist. Oh, God. It just <laughs> pissed me off. And then they killed off... Oh, uh, what what is that actor's name? Uh, Michael Caine. No, 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 no. He no, did no, die. No, no, no. Matthew uh, McConaughey, they killed him? No. No, he lives. No. Matt Damon he had blows, up, Lincolns. blows up the, the, the space station that he's in yep. and kills... He's in Hunger Games as Beatty. Uh, uh, he's also in Westworld. Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright's in Interstellar? Yeah. You didn't know that? It's been a while since I've seen that movie. Remember, he comes back up and he's like aged 30 years and he's like, I've been waiting 30 years on this ship. And then he goes down to the next planet and dies. I guess I can't remember. That sucks. (laughs) Oh, I have to watch that again. It's a good movie. Carve out two hours of my day. (laughs) Should we cast our movie? Uh, First, First. I hear the ukulele playing in the background. I thought we'd escaped it. No. No. Welcome to Design Quarter, everyone. It came. Somehow or another, it came just the same. We're definitely doing the moon base. I feel like we've done a lot of I was going like, to say, bases. I think we've done a moon base somewhere. We we've have, done a moon base. No, we did a, a, and a, secret a, lab. a Venus la- a base. A Venus base. Yeah, underground Venus base. Yeah, and right. we've done a secret lab. And I feel like they're all very similar. So let's make this one different. But they're so fun. Okay. <laughs> Uh, no tunnels domes. and tubes no, everywhere. No tubes. That's no tubes. I'm done oh. checking out. Tunnels and tubes. Nope. No tubes. No tunnels. That's all there is to it. No domes. <laughs> no domes. No domes. What am I gonna do without my domes? <laughs> no domes. They're gonna be. All right, pe- smart guy. What are you gonna make it out of then? Fine. It's a Frank Gehry amorphous thing with freaking metal panels everywhere. Yeah, you everywhere. Want some yeah happy now. Sticking out. Yeah, yeah happy want, now. I wanted to just be this conglomerate of material. You let that Frank somehow win. Somehow works. You let him win. <laughs> no, I was thinking pyramids. Maybe pyramids. Oh no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got it. Ooh, on the moon. Yes. The gravity. Yes. Is lesser. Yes, that is true. As a result. Yes. You see, uh, in the center there is just kind of like a big pillar. Uh, wider than like anything else there. Is it a and pillow sh- or a pie laster? <laughs> <laughs> it's a pillow. <laughs> Jeez. Um, it sticks up like maybe, I don't know, 50 to 70 feet in the air. And sticking off of it are different like huge cantilevering things that go out Ooh, that form the bases for the different tree. wings. Yeah. Yes. And it can only, it does that all without any supports because it doesn't have to worry about gravity as much. I love that because the drama of them taking the elevator down to the surface to go after them moon people mm. would be a nice scene. Nice scene. I'm picturing like the red lights like going up in their bodies, like boom. yes, boom. Yep. The, you know, visual from, top, from bottom to top. Yeah. Fuck it, let's just put Epcot up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Bucky Fools, Buck, Buckminster, Buckminster Fuller. Fuller. Yeah, Bucky Fools sauce. <laughs> well, I've said my piece. Anybody else got any cool? No, I agree. I like that. Are they glass? Are these like glass wings? Like branches on a tree. I'm going to say yes. Um, They are probably like... Orbs? Thinking orbs? Orbs? Yeah, like globes. 
Orbs. You just want some orbs sticking out the side of a cylinder? Sounds yeah, maybe. Like, I don't know. Go for it. Well, I was thinking like other cylinders kind of sticking off in various oh, angles. Oh, okay. Just cylinder. Okay. Okay. Like in the floor is flat, but like all of the mechanical stuff runs underneath in the bottom of the tube. Right. You know what I mean? And comes up through the floor. Right. Mm. So that you still get that like circular tube effect of the branch coming out. But right. You've got all the practicality of running all your stuff underneath the floor. Nice. And and as a result, all the tops of it is all open to the open moon. I mean, ah, with glass. Moonlight. Nice. I like that. Moonlight. Moonlight. Yeah. So the uh, the moon people, do they have wings then? Is oh, that shit. how they got up to the... Uh, I pictured the moon people being space werewolves. Oh, space werewolves. Oh, they climbed it. Because you're always a werewolf because it's always a full moon. <laughs> Did they, Ooh, I can't be normal. Ooh. They must have climbed it then. They yeah, came, with their claws. They climbed yeah, it with cool. their claws. Or maybe so there maybe... could be a queen moon werewolf with wings, and she can fly. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. <laughs> yes, yes, I enjoy that. So maybe these kids see this queen werewolf like every once in a while, and so they're but they just think it's like oh pretty, you know. Oh, it's this. Is... And maybe the cause the queen werewolf, I think she's just making sure that the kids are still alive. alive. I think like she is, uh, you know, like yeah. she just like. Goes past like every day, like oh, okay, they're still alive. We're she doesn't good. send out a sentinel to do such a thing because no, she's not she busy could, laying. She's eggs motherly. She's motherly. She's motherly. I feel like and the so, ruler of a, a space colony would have better things to do. All right, well, so maybe it's much more rare. Like, like they see regular something or other every now and then. Every now and then. Every now and then, it's like, oh, there's day. a flying one. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that's a rare one. Yeah, and then then when they figure out that they killed their parents and stuff, then they're like, motherfucker. <laughs> and then they go after them. Yeah. Then that makes that more make much more sense. Yeah. So they grow up, they send out a distress signal, they slowly no, 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 come no, no, to no, the no. realization that, hey, moon werewolves have killed everyone else in here. We need to escape. Yeah, but, how do they figure the moon werewolves out? How they haven't done that in 20 years? How do, <laughs> how do we get that? Sorry, um, we're out right. of design corner and we're in movie clarification corner. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All of the like dead bodies from like the moon werewolves and everything? Back room. <laughs> done, done, we're done. It's oh back, another back room. You guys are just staring the solution in the face and you're not seeing it. Well, I'd imagine <laughs> zero moon werewolves would have died in this massacre. Zero. Yeah, yeah, because well, they, they can survive they... on the moon with no apparatus of right. any kind, so they have complete home field advantage. Right, and then they probably reach like age twenty or whatever, and they're like, "Hey, servo robot, uh, are there any security camera footage from the last twenty years that we should be privy to?" And he's like, "Well, as a matter of fact, I have one labeled plot point twist that you might <laughs> want to take a look at." I and honestly, it makes sense now because of probably the moon people they were just trying to figure out what this thing was and being spaces they were just like anything that's different than me destroy blah, 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 you know uh, yeah and then yeah the moon people the moon people had much bigger advantage and maybe some of them did die but they actually took their dead and like buried them nicely sure, somewhere sure. whereas everybody else was just a pile yeah that i think they open up the door cuz in their spacesuits and they're like you've never been in this and they're like no it says don't go in like uh, i don't want to go uh, into this room do not enter and then they open it and it's just dead bodies, bodies everywhere. everywhere and they're like what happened these are your parents <laughs> 
So who is the guy in the cryo, the cryo chamber? Ch- the cryo chamber knows who these people are. Why is he in the cryo chamber? He was sick. He has cancer. They haven't figured out cancer yet. They put him in the they put him in the like freeze tubes. Be like, oh, you know what? When we get the cancer cure, you can come out. And then they all died. So now he's gonna come out. Why does he wake up? Malfunction. Okay. Because the ship's there and it just it did something. Yep. So he's going to die regardless. Oh, they took probably they took the energy out of the cryo room because they're like nobody's using this anymore to power their ship. Uh, Ah, yep. Opening up his cryo chamber. Okay. okay. We're making Nate's we're, out here. Nate's getting, out here with making his I just want to fill a few of these holes in with cement. That's yeah, all. No, no. You're trying to no, poke the good. holes, and Austin and I are taking our freaking patch. I am just asking the questions that mother no, people are No, no, no. no. Like it's asking. good. No, this is good because there was a lot of potholes. I will say that. Pish posh. <laughs> it was airtight. <laughs> So then it becomes a rescue mission after the horrific discovery, and then it becomes a realization, hey, we're all a little bit racist. Oh, right. But I think, okay, a nice scene would be them opening the door. Somehow the guy in the cryo chamber has already gone into that room, and he's just sitting there with his gun. Butt-ass naked. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And he's just like. (laughs) And he's ripped. Do you see this? You see, this is probably your doing or whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then they get into a spat and then they realize it's not either of them, but the moon people. And the they're moon like, werewolves. The moon werewolves. Those darn moon werewolves. I'm so glad I, I crammed that into being. <laughs> Speak it and it shall be so. Yep. All right, now. Now, I, I think we're good. I think this is airtight I'm, now. I'm, I'm satisfied enough. Okay, good. Good, 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 good. We've wrapped up the movie. It is... Airtight. We're going to bandage it, it, put it in a cryo tube, and you can listen to this podcast 50 years from now. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Cue the music. And we're back. And we've got our whole space cast ready. To take off and fly and go into a new uh, uh, Austin, what's your t- what's your guy? What's your person? <laughs> you tried, you know that was an uh, a, a for effort. I really gave a up for halfway effort. through that. <laughs> okay, so I did one of the rescuers yes. down under. Yes, good movie. <laughs> no, that's different. That's different, but you try. Uh, no, one of the rescuers coming on the spaceship, um, and I cast David Gaiesi. Ooh, what has he been in, Austin? He is actually an Interstellar, and Jeffrey Wright is not an Interstellar. That is right. How about that? Yeah, Nate was right again. That's fine. You know what? It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) It's me writing another tally mark for Nate. Uh, There's so few of those. And I'm going to uh, uncross the... uh, Five days since Austin has made an acting blunder. <laughs> write a big zero. <laughs> we and have to we can... call our HR as soon as this is all done and set the record straight. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Oh, that's all right. Well, I mean, cool. he's, 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 there you he's, go. Sorry. sorry. Rectify. Austin has cleared his conscience. No other casting needs to be done. No. None. None. <laughs> all right. Um, I'll go next because I can. Um, and cool. I cast the. Cryo Man. Walt Disney. Walt Disney. Walt Disney. Walt Disney. 
Tom I Hanks. I can't just cast Dan Tom, Walt with Walt Disney. Tom Tom Hanks. You could as yeah, Walt Disney. Tom Hanks as Walt Disney. Or or better yet, just like you know, Peter Cushing this and CGI Walt Disney into your movie. Yes. I'm sure his estate would be okay with it. Yeah, it's probably sure. Fine. Yeah, in this totally not Disney film. What's that? You want him to be a violent space racist? Haha. <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> Take him. <laughs> no, for the uh, for the cryo man. I cast Brad Pitt. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you uh, have you guys by chance seen Bad Times at the El Royale? Yes. I haven't. It's, actually. I liked it. I liked it, it a lot. I saw it the other weekend. Need to. It is deviously fun. It is. It's. Uh, I, don't I would know say why it's a they're... little over ambitious. Really? But, or no? It's it's ambitious. Yeah. It, it just doesn't quite bite off as much as it wants to. But it okay. It's 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 okay. So maybe unambitious is the word. I just kind of because it doesn't quite do as much as you were hoping. It 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 looks like uh, it looks it like it's trying. going to. It is really trying, and to, then it doesn't. But then it doesn't quite do it. Yeah, I would. It's kinda, ambitious, but it's a little bit of a like. Do you like a murder mystery? Well, here you go. It's another murder mystery. Oh, like, that, but, that's but like sad. I like murder mysteries. No, no, I'm I know. okay with it. But I guess the trailer just the trailer just makes it like, look like it's going to be this big weird. It kind of felt like a Jordan Peele movie. The trailer uh, it's made not a it Jordan look. Peele movie. Not no, no, yeah, no. And it's, so that's a murder mystery. I'm just honestly, I'm just kind of excited to see it to see Chris Hemsworth as a he villain. was good. He was really good in it. Yeah, that's why. Uh, that's kind of my inspiration because he's kind of a Brad Pitt and Chris Hemsworth are kind of types of each other, you know. Right. And Chris right. Hemsworth is, plays such a gross dude in that movie. I've heard that's, better. Yeah. yeah. Good line. Yeah. Yep. So that's uh, that was my inspiration <laughs> for it. Fun space racist with a shotgun, I guess. Bradley Pitt. And hopefully, he turns out. And he's like, No, I'm man. aging backwards now that I've gotten out of this cryo tube. I don't. He's know. Benjamin he... Button. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know if he turns good in the end. I just they no. team up oh, okay. in the end, they and then they punch up. him in the face and knock him out at the end. Honestly, I kind of want to see him dead. He gets back to end. Earth, divorces okay. Angelina Jolie because he hasn't been with her for twenty years because he's been in cryo sleep. And... Oh yeah, no, this is actually this Brad is actually <laughs> <laughs> got you. We're gonna kill us some Nazis, <laughs> Nazis. Uh, that's great. So Nate, who yes. did you cast? I cast Id. Casted. Cast. I don't know. Cast. Whichever the it's, correct no, you know, grammatical ending of English this is. Sucks. I don't believe there's an Ed. Uh, I cast Ed. <laughs> no, I cast. I cast the two children's, the babies, and I actually went through the trouble to Los find niños. baby actors, which there are not what? very many working you baby actors not. in Hollywood. No, I didn't. Oh my gosh, I was like, <laughs> what? <Shut> <laughs> Let's do it like Clint Eastwood and grab a just grab a, a doll. Let Bradley Cooper act with the doll. No, no, no. American sniper. Uh, yeah. That's I. Mm, that's, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna save that for a hot, hot take. take. Hot take. Hot it's takes. American propaganda. Okay. So yeah. I chose for the older versions, and they're kind of boring. But I was like. Hear me out. If they're space racists and these space racist children, they're probably going to be, you know, pretty generically boring people, honestly. So I, I picked Tom Holland and Maisie Williams. Oh, nice. I was honestly like when I was kind of like making this idea, I was I, I was thinking that they were like 
Indian Pakistani heritage. Yeah, that was the thing. Was reason. I was like, I'm sure they're all white. So I was like, I guess. I which, know, but they're but they're not, and that's why I wanted them not to be white uh, to show that it's I like did not, I did not get the memo. Sorry, so. no, 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 no. That's fine. I this is what I, no. I, yeah, your, Tom, your picks it's your agent. Uh, <laughs> got bad news for hey, you. Now, Sorry. now, fellas, you want to solve this problem in this movie about space races? Now, here's what you do: you take some foundation. And you just go to town. And that is... <laughs> You're right. Oh if it's God. good enough for politicians, it's good enough Oof. for actors. Oof. Oh, gosh. Oh, we went there. Yep, That's we right. went there. This whole, this whole episode's full of hot takes. Bad uh, ones. But the reason why I was thinking that is yes. because it was just showing that it's like, it's not just white people, you know? It's like... That is just probably humans, more interesting, yeah. Humans yeah. that are... Racist against them, but yeah. I I just was like, well, if they're a bunch of spacists, they're probably a bunch of white folks. Right, and that's what I think most people would think, Ah, which is why I was like, maybe we should do something different. Uh, But makes sense. Gotcha. Not not that I think Tom Holland or Maisie Williams are boring people. I just was like, well, it'd be the typical safe choice. Yeah, they're young. They're They're young. They're they're in stuff that people like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay. Yeah. Not that they're bad. No. Um, And I also, for extra credit, picked a voice actor. For one of the space werewolves. Okay. Uh, Troy Baker. Because he does not get enough movie stuff. (laughs) All right. Hot take. Uh, Hot take? (laughs) That's not a hot take. That's an okay take. That's a fine take. That's a fine take. That's a room temperature take. (laughs) Thank you. It is. I was going to say, it should be pretty safe. Like 72 degrees. Troy Baker voicing a werewolf? Wolf. A werewolf. So is he voicing the the, the crown mother? Every last one. Okay. Well, no. The crown mother can be any circus. (laughs) <laughs> thanks for listening everybody um we've had a good time making this fun space movie and we hope you had a fun space time yes um be sure to rate and review us on apple uh podcasts or itunes or wherever you happen to catch this cool cool program of ours um you can find us at uh cinemarks not Karl Marx, for our gmail instagram and even you know, any of our social media stuff we've got a facebook page now right austin Yep, we do. Okay. That's right. Um, Comfortable silence confirms this. <laughs> yeah, we get all of our music, if you didn't already know, from Nike Schneid. And you can find all of his stuff at soundcloud.com slash Nike Schneid. Yes. And with that, I think the three of us will collectively climb onto the back of the space werewolf queen. She will take off and fly away. And off we go. Wow. Into the dregs of movie fun. There we, there we go. Away. For Cinema Architects, I've been Robbie. This has been Austin. <laughs> I'm Nate. Goodbye. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh.